Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Welcome to the Mo Show, episode nine. Um, today uh, we are actually in a new area, new uh, environment. We are at the uh, Royal Greens Golf Club at the King Abdullah Economic City in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Uh, I'm honored actually to introduce um, Mr. Abdul Wahid Al Qasim. He is a member of the UAE national golf team of 17 years. He's an old friend of mine from Dubai as well, a fellow Chelsea FC supporter. Abdul Wahid, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's an absolute uh, pleasure for me to be on the show. Habibi, man, I really appreciate it, man. Do you come to Saudi often? Are you ever coming for Umrah or? Um Do you know, I, I used to come um, about once a year, but it would be just an Umrah trip, okay. uh, airport to Umrah and back. Uh, my first time was in February for the men's event, and I was very, very pleasant, surprised and impressed. And to be honest, very proud of the achievement that Saudi had in, in, in making it such a successful event in its second year, of course. Amazing. Um, and when I heard about this tournament being held, uh, the ladies tournament, you know, especially given the, the, the environment that we're in globally with the pandemic, um, regionally um, and the golf scene in general, you know, um, a lot of events were canceled. Yeah. Um, globally so for Saudi to step up to the plate and not only host one but two ladies European tour events ladies and it's an inaugural year mm. that is uh, it's, it's an amazing amazing achievement and it's something that we from Dubai we're very proud to see and uh, me being here now and in, in its second day and I played the Pro-Am three days ago you know I'm very impressed with the organization the ease of everything, um, the fact that both bubbles, the players' bubble, that is, and the spectators' bubble, um, work really well hand in hand. Everything seems to be running smoothly. We've got great weather, amazing golf. Um, I've spoken to some of the ladies uh, in the pro-am, and they're loving the fact that they're here. They're 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 really happy about the hospitality they received. Mm -hmm. And um, for for somebody like me from Dubai, that's not no surprise. You know, yeah. we know the Saudi hospitality. We know. Well, that is, you know, we're neighbors. We've been uh, friends for a very long time. So um, that doesn't come doesn't come across as a surprising thing for me. But for the ladies in their first ever time in Saudi, um, this is definitely a historic moment. But, but what you're saying does come as, as a surprise uh, to you know to me, or n maybe not a surprise, but um, it it uh, it holds a lot of weight because this is all very new to us. Um, in Dubai, you guys, uh, you know, how many how many tours do you host a year? It's it's over double digits, surely. Uh, so to come from someone who, who sees this on a regular, who's been part of the golf ecosystem and world in the UAE for 17 years, and, and, and to say the words that you're saying about the organization, about the tour, about how we're doing two back-to-back -back events in the midst of Corona, I'm not a golfer, but I'm Saudi, and I take a lot of pride in that. So, um, and, and anyone who's part of Saudi golf uh, or, or, or part, part of the system uh, uh, in, in, in any capacity in Saudi Arabia would really, would really take pride in what you said. So thank you for that, honestly. And rightly so. You should be proud of that. Mm -hmm. It is definitely a proud moment. And uh, a lot of people like talk about Dubai and how well Dubai is doing. And I agree, yes, Dubai did an amazing job and they continue to do so. And I hope they continue doing so in the future. Golf, the golf scene in Dubai has been there for 30 years. Wow. You know, uh, Amherst Golf Club was built in 1988. So the, the, the Dubai does a classic. Um, they played the 31st year already. Mm -hmm. So we had winners like Severiano Ballesteros uh, winning there. Um, and, and a lot of big names and it's been going for a very long time. So 
So golf in Dubai grew with the city, uh, with the inclusion of obviously the ladies uh, European tour tournament, uh, now called the Amiga Dubai Moonlight Classic, which again, it's amazing to see despite um, having such a long history of golf, but con- Dubai is continuing to see innovation in golf. Like yeah. for example, the Dubai Moonlight Classic this year was played during the night. And, and that's something you don't usually see on TV, you know, night golf, let alone ladies playing night golf yeah. in, in the Middle East. I've so never seen a night golf on TV. Uh, that, that's that's the first, first, first I hear of one existing. 100%. And it turned out very well. The, the, the ladies actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, the spectators enjoyed it. That means you don't have to wake up at 7 in the morning every day to yeah. play golf. Yeah. Um, you know, yes. That's probably your least favorite part of the game, I would imagine. <laughs> It's not when the alarm goes off. It's not ideal, yeah. but I tell you what: once you actually get to the golf course and see that sunrise, yeah, you're good. Trust me, it's it's a feeling that is um, you can't quantify. Yeah. Even if you were watching Chelsea till two a.m. the night before. Oh, 100 percent. It's uh, just straight to the golf club from there. <laughs> How does the course compare to some of the best in Dubai? I've seen Badi, I've seen Emirates Golf Club, I've seen the Montgomery. I haven't been around this course, but from afar, it it looks the business. Is it the business? See, when it comes to golf course uh, opinions, uh, first of all, um, it's very individualistic. Not only that, that's the beauty of golf. Not one hole in golf is the same as another hole, let alone one course the same as another course. So golf course designers and golf clubs take pride in how they present the golf course for the players. Even this golf course, for example, you're playing on one golf course. But if you look behind you now, you see that flag. Yep. I bet you tomorrow it's not going to be there. Yeah, that flag yeah, is yeah. going to be in another corner yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So the hole, just by moving one simple thing, they, they configure it. Uh, the configuration changes. Com- so it changes completely. You know where where they tee off from. So the tee boxes, if you look yeah, across the, the lake. Well, yes, I never. Uh, it's so yeah. true. Yeah. So if you look across the lake from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know where where the boards are. So you see the the like literally your six o'clock. Yeah. So I'm sorry yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to to stretch you. There. So that's where they hit from. But then if, if there's a beginner hitting, they'll probably hit from Further literally closer. over there. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can change the, cl- the course not only as a setup to make it more or less difficult, yeah. but also more or less enjoyable. Yeah. So like for me, if I play from very forward tees, that might be too easy for me. Mm-hmm. But if I play from tees being where we start from, further away where the professional men are playing, I'm going to probably not enjoy it. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very, difficult. yeah. So golf, the beauty of the game is it's, it's, it's a game that's, for everybody and anybody at every level, every age, and it really is. It's it's an all-inclusive sport, mm-hmm. um, and we see it today. It's the same course like the ladies are playing today. Is the same course that Brooks Kepka and and Dustin Johnson played, you know, earlier in the year. Yet um, you can see them all enjoying it. Um, I played with Becky Morgan in the pro am, and um, you know, it was such a, such a good. Uh, well-presented golf course. Uh, the fairways were immaculate. The greens were rolling pure. Um, so, I tell you what, the, the scoring has been good. It reflected mm-hmm. how good the the course conditions are. Ideal temperatures. Not not a you know not a sight of cloud in the sky. So, it's it's just perfect. Yeah, perfect how, for golf. How was your game? You played on Wednesday. I did play on Wednesday. I actually played rather well. Well, no, actually, uh, there, was, there was a moment where. Um, on Wednesday, there was the longest drive on hole nine. I thought, you know, ever on the course. No, there was, there was, there was. So what they do uh, in golf is, is they, they give prizes for obviously the winning teams. Okay. But then there's also individual prizes. So, on one of the holes, 
they say, okay, guys, whoever gets it closer to the flag from the first shot wins. Okay. So what you do is you hit a shot, and then let's say it's 10 yards from the flag. You put your name down. And then I go after you and I hit it to eight yards. Mm-hmm. Then I remove your name and put mine, and so on and so forth. But then if there's somebody who's four yards and I'm five yards, mm-hmm. well, I didn't beat him, so his name stays. Until you get to the closest one. So for the longest drive, it was our last hole, and they did the same thing for who hits it the furthest of okay. the tee on that specific hole. Yeah, yeah. I thought, come on, I fancied that. I was like, yeah. it's my last hole. And I hit it so well. I was so happy. And it flew like 40 yards past the mark. So I was like, okay, I'm going to win. But then my ball was just off the fairway. Okay. So the rules are you got to hit the longest, but be within, within the, the yeah, fairway. The fr- yeah, yeah. And it was like literally half a meter off. Okay. I'm really looking forward to playing. Uh, my game is really good. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing. In You're the in a good place right now. Mentally and, and physically. Do you know, and it's not just that, but um, it's good in the sense where I know where my game is at. That's what I meant. Like a lot of golfers might have different expectations of their game. And that's where you end up with frustrations. Or sometimes they, they don't realize that they can actually play better than they do. Yeah. They might beat themselves down. And that's a very individual thing. Even professionals suffer from it. You know, you get the players who are winning in a season and then the next yeah. season they go through what they call a slump. So it's, it's rather important for a, for a golfer to kind of know how far do they hit their driver. Mm-hmm. You know, does it go from the left to the right or does it go from the right to the left? Yeah. How long do they hit that or how do they hit their bunker shots? Yeah. The more you know about how you play, the more you can, there's less guessing in the game and there's more playing and hitting shots that you intend to do. Yeah. So where I am right now is, I know where my weaknesses are, I know where my strengths are, and I can play to it. So I'm actually really looking forward to playing in the Saudi Ladies uh, Team International. Obviously, we tee off on the 17th of November. And again, it's, it's, it's not only did Saudi do a great job in bringing an event for the first time, but actually create a completely new format for an event. Yeah. They've literally created one where it's three professionals, so the ladies are the three professionals, and they invite an amateur, mm-hmm. So I'm the amateur playing in my team, and then there are going to be other teams with amateurs. But all of us play for the same price. That never happened. Okay, you play in pro-ams, which is more of a corporate kind of event where the professional gets to meet a few of the players, give them some ideas, tips about golf. And it's, it's been successful so far for a long number of years. Mm-hmm. But now to have a, an event in Saudi where the amateur actually can... Um, influence the result for the professional that's pretty cool that's, that's a different of, that's a bit of pressure yeah, for me it is, it is. so i've got my golf clubs all out of my golf bag i'm it gonna is. get them washed tonight mm-hmm. i'm gonna get um, get them all set up Amazing. as a player so I'm, I'm going now from a from a guest kind of mindset watching golf and by monday i'll be flipping to a player mindset preparing for mm-hmm. for tuesday out on the course you know yeah uh, and that's that's, nice. that's that's what it is very nice um with with everything that's happening in dubai and and my god do things happen there on a regular uh, i know it i lived there for five years and not much has changed since i lived there do you guys hear about any noise that's happening on the ground in saudi um have you uh, you know is your have you kept an eye out for that it's not about keeping an eye out. I mean, we are brothers and neighbors at the end of the day. Sure are. I've been friends with the Saudi national team players since I was a junior. You know, Athman al-Mullah, I've known him for... So, so it's, it's, that relationship just grew with time. You know, when they were thinking about um, setting up an event, let's say, you know, they would bring up that in conversation. You know, what do you guys think? And, and I like that. You know, that shows awareness that, you know, that Saudi, not only do they know what they want to achieve, but they, they have a great idea of how to go about it. Mm. And, 
and what Saudi's done really well is is saying, all right, guys, so this is what we need to do. This is how we think we would go about it. This is how much budgets we've got for it. And this is not, not, it's not just an event. This is our um, vision for the next 20 years. Because yeah. Saudi is not just about a golf event. They're building new golf courses, yeah. new golf communities. They're reaching out to schools. What Golf Saudi is doing is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's really something that um, is, is, is great to see. Yeah. Um, even now, when you walked in uh, to the venue, you will notice the security guards outside, Saudis, the, the people on the golf course, Saudis. The first tea starter is a Saudi lady, you know, like introducing professional players onto the golf course. That's surreal. That's a full-time job. It is. Like European tour have somebody on their books who, who travels just to be the first tea starter. Because it's not, it's, it's, if you look at the draw sheet, he could be standing there for seven hours. And every 10 minutes, there's three new players, three new players. You've got to know their names, present it to them, keep fans quiet outside or somebody mm -hmm. who, who's ensure that everything runs smoothly and ensure that they're on time. Yeah. And she's done an amazing job. Honestly, I watched some of that and I suggest if you, if you haven't done so, um, if you get the opportunity to do so, please do. Mm -hmm. You will be very surprised. Mm -hmm. and, and, and don't watch her like for two minutes. Like watch, watch how she welcomes the players, announces them onto the tee, wishes them good luck, and then repeats that for the next group okay. and transitions. And honestly, she's doing it brilliantly. So uh, well done to her. Excellent. I'll keep an eye out for that. Um, health and fitness in our region has always been something that's, um, you know, kind of touch and go, you know, um, regionally where, you know, we're not the healthiest people on the block in terms of regular fitness, obesity, uh, cholesterol and all that. Um, are you noticing a shift in, in the landscape as far as health is concerned, GCC wide? A hundred percent. I mean, people now realize that, especially with the pandemic, again, I we come back to the pandemic and I'm, I apologize for bringing it up, but the pandemic did actually highlight a lot of what you call the, down, the shortfalls in life uh, yeah. that we have. People who didn't look after themselves health-wise, now look after themselves being, whether it's through supplementation or dietary requirements or exercise or better sleep or better food, you know, um, well, everybody's now aware because of COVID. Yeah. You know, everybody knows how to stay safe. Everybody knows how to avoid uh, picking up a, a symptom or how to... What we need to do and what golf has done forever is that's the day-to-day -day of golf. There is social distancing as it is. You know, um, everything is kept neat and manicured as it is. Um, so it's nothing new. That's why I think golf is one of the sports that we're able to get back on um, normal, if you like, normal. I use that um, between quotations. I suppose there's no such thing. But the reason it was business as usual because it already ticked a lot of boxes yeah. that uh, social distancing needed kind of thing. So, so that's an aspect where, yes, but golf also allowed people to have um, more of like a, a gateway into another world, you know, where you're out, A, in, the, in nature, so you're getting your vitamin D from the sun. Uh, if you're walking a course for 18 holes, you're covering about 15 kilometers, you know, um, which is a long distance over four to five hours. Yeah. Obviously, you can make that into two hours and walk nine or, you know, just walk for an hour and not even hit a ball. Yeah. So what people understood or, or started noticing now with golf, as they see more of it on TV, 
as they see more of it around where they live, as they visit, yeah. simply visit. That's all we're asking. You know, they will see that here I can not only eat better food, get a better lifestyle, but also everybody seems to look at what makes a better golfer. The more they stretch, the better they eat, the better they sleep. If you look at all the golfers, if you told him what's, what's your next thought in terms of setup, they'll probably be focusing on something along those lines, yeah. whether it's, oh, I need to sleep better, I need to use blue light. Of course, they get into more advanced stuff. Infrared and all that. All that stuff. Yeah. But, but for, for us regionally, people notice that with golf, um, a, anybody can do it, no matter what age you are. Yeah. You can be five years old or, or, or 55 years old to mm. pick it up. It's going to benefit you at every age. It's, it's going to help you um, even socialize with people, which is ironic because it's an individual sport. Mm. But, you know, um, you can play with your brothers, your sisters, uh, your cousins, your kids, your parents. So it's a, there's no limit of... And everybody enjoys it, yeah. you know, because everybody plays the game that is theirs. Mm. Um, so, so, so it's a great, great sport. And honestly, it's going to go from strength to strength. I think now regionally that with, with events like this um you know and and, and shows like yours yeah. f- f- frankly you know uh, that does spread the word and and that's that's what we can do right we can educate people make them aware the more they're aware the less foreign golf feels especially with if you look at the golf club setup you, you've got at the gated communities it looks rather restricted it, it's intimidating for it somebody is, for the first time yeah, you can't yeah, just rock yeah. up to a golf club what's going on here but what we're saying is that's there for their safety and mm-hmm. for people's safety. But once you're in, um, just enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. good news. Um, back home, how are things? Are golf courses... Um, actually, sorry, before I pivoted that, I wanted to ask you a question because you were talking about you can start playing this at any age. My, my son is three years old. Should I uh, be putting a golf club in his hand uh, right about now? Yes. At the age of three? Yes, Okay. of course. Good to know. Of course. And the reason I'm saying this is because and, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm not going to pretend to be one or a child psychologist for that matter, but I've read bits and pieces where children develop habits subconsciously at a younger age. And only after a certain age does it become conscious habit development or motor skills or hand-eye coordination. Or The younger they are, the more subconscious they're going to be when they pick up that stick. So I don't, I'm not saying get him out on the golf course to play 18 holes. Of course not. But have a plastic club in his hand in the living room. Mm. You know, that replaces the iPad. Yeah. And a little ball to hit into a wall or yeah. whatever. And as the child grows up, take him outside. See if they like the outside. And then slowly, but let them do it themselves. Mm. Never tell them what to do. If they want to just sit and watch them. If they don't want to do anything, mm. that's fine as well. You know, let them go with the flow. Because that's how you identify talent. Yeah. How will you identify if he's right-handed, left-handed? Well, give him the club and look at which way he stands. Yeah. And it's the same way for every skill they're on. And then they will get to the age where they see something and they go, Dad, can you show me how you did that? Or how do I do that? Because that gets their brains thinking. Yeah. Once their brains start thinking, that's the conscious movement going on. And that's when they're going to start coming to you for advice. And guess what? The moment you give them the advice, they will soak it like a sponge. Yeah. Yeah. And... By the age of six or seven, they should be able to hit. And if you feel there's any kind of potential, even if it's 1% of, of not being an elite athlete, of 1% of that child will pick this up and enjoy it. Mm. Get him coached, get him into academy, get him to 
and not because of coaching of golf it's because that will help him mingle with people of his same, his same age group he will the coaches will develop him in the professional way of developing a yeah, player yeah. and that feedback with you and i tell you what the, the 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 first thing you will notice is its impact at home okay because golf is discipline mm-hmm. you show up on the t- if your tea time is 10 a.m and you're there 10 or two you're not playing you get a two-shot penalty Oh, 10.05, you're not playing. Oh, wow. Nobody's going to tell you. Nobody's going to remind you. Nobody's going to say, oh, please, sir, come to the tee yeah, box. Like, yeah. if you're on a flight, that's yeah. the last call. No. You know? <laughs> when you play golf, there isn't a referee. So you're accountable for your own shots. And if you do something where you hit the ball by mistake, you tell the playing partner. You say, by the way, I just hit the ball. So honesty, integrity. Yeah. You're right about the honesty and integrity aspect of it and playing the ball where it lies. If you're in the bush, if you're in the bunker, you have to play it where it is. There's so many elements to golf that you're making me realize right now. It's pretty cool. I'm glad. I'd really like this to, to sink in, especially here locally, is, is to manage expectations. Um, to build a golf course isn't easy. The size of land is massive. The costs in terms of the water, the piping, the soil, the, the maintenance of the property, um, building the clubhouse, clubhouse building yeah. building villas, apartments, uh, hotels. These things take time, yeah. and and it is a process. What I'm saying is, enjoy the process. Honestly, one of the things I want to do while whilst I'm in Saudi is to actually visit the location of the next Greg Norman course. And I mentioned this to one of my friends yesterday, and he goes, "Why would you want to go? It's just a pile of sand." I'm like, "Because it's a pile of sand." Before and after element. Look, look behind you. Like if you had stood here before anything happened oh here God, yeah. and I told you this is going to look like the, yeah. this is going to be the ninth hole, that's going to be the 18th and that's going to be a clubhouse. What a view. And we're going to have a hundred plus ladies competing for a tournament. Yeah. You'd think I'm crazy yeah. and you'd probably, you know, call somebody to pick me up. <laughs> but this is where we are. So let's look forward to the future. Uh, let's enjoy this event and all the events that are coming in. Um, and, and my advice is, whoever comes to this event, especially the Saudi um, guests or, 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 or people that you have, my advice is to Saudis is, enjoy it as much as you can. Try and come down when you can. I understand with COVID, it's, it's rather limited. And I understand sometimes the travel can be difficult, especially Saudi is a vast country. I'm from Dubai, so it's, it's a different kind of form of traveling. But soak it up, and when you meet people, you are representing your country, no matter what you are doing in the event. You yeah. might be a volunteer in a car park, or you might be the person um, doing the prize-giving presentation, you know, or um, anywhere you are on the golf property, or in this property as a whole. When people uh, come to you, remember, it's their first time in the country. This is their first impression, and first impressions last. Yeah. So far, everybody's been fantastic. The welcoming, the hospitality, the support. Top notch. Honestly, even better. Uh, like, like, I've been coming here trying to kind of find areas where I can um, give feedback on. And all my feedback is positive. You know, great um, the hotels are great. The staff are super friendly. Yeah. And, and, and we see it. Like, I don't have to keep talking about it. All you want to say is just come and see it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, keep it up and onwards and upwards. Great. I did something very sneaky while you were answering my last question. Uh, I did for the first time an Instagram live. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, 
uh, on the Mo Show podcast. I was wondering. For those uh, just tuning in, all, twi- all 29 of you, uh, this is uh, Abdul Wahid Al Qasim. He's from Dubai, UAE National Golf uh, member since the age of 14, so 17 years now as a pro golfer representing the UAE. And um, it's his first time playing golf in Saudi, and he's just reflecting on how amazing it is in terms of hospitality and the setup and the system that they built here, which is a course that's you know just a few years old. And um, most impressed about um, about how he can't believe that this is the first time ladies have played in Saudi. It looks like we've been doing this for decades. Um, for, for those who just tuned in, this is who the gentleman is in front of me. And you left out an important part. I did. Yeah. What well, I said that you're a pro. The Mo Show. How impressed I am with the Mo Show. You've got a. You've got a. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Far from the most important part. Um, would you like to see any changes in our region in terms of entertainment, uh, in terms of uh, golf? You know, Saudi, UAE, Bahrain, Qatar, the GCC. What changes would you like to see in the next decade? I'll be very, very honest with you here, please. And and uh, uh, this is the first time I'm actually sharing this. Is one of the things that makes this tournament in particular, and I've, because I've been involved in golf for you know 20 years, as as you mentioned, and and been to events both locally, regionally, and globally. This event has its unique taste. The the uh, you can feel the the Saudism in it. You know, you look at the at the pin flags; they're green, mm. royal greens. Um, you come in, and it's it's it's. It's fun. Everybody's enjoying it, yet it's also conservative in a way. So, yes, I'm happy for events to come in, and I'm happy for that. But, and, and it's definitely good. Um, if, if by, by events, I mean like concerts and parties, and, and that's what I meant. But that's what sports globally are doing. Yeah. So it's it's if you do it, it's great. But it's been done before. Saudi's amazing and doing things that haven't been done before. That's where Saudi is very powerful yeah. you know um not going with the status quo they're they're just going with this is what we believe we believe in we want to do x so we do y to result in z like it's phenomenal so i say going forward um organically grow this event to get better and bigger year on year um it's a fantastic starting point because it's already amazing so to get better and bigger is a bigger challenge okay um, but it's an exciting one, I think. Yeah. And, and, and keep that uniqueness about this is the region. This is why now the region with Dubai, Saudi, um, Oman has a, a men's tournament as well. The Challenge Tour come to uh, Russell came at the end of their season. Um, again, we're not sure with COVID, but this, the usual case is there's a, a handful of events already across the four months from November through to, let's say, February. What we can do is make that into the spotlight for now, I'd say, you know, golf. Mm-hmm. So men, women, maybe amateurs, men, ladies, juniors. There's, there's a lot of tournaments that can happen. Yeah. If that spotlight comes regionally, so the whole world knows we're tuning into the Middle East from for those months, then that can allow the scheduling for Europe to be maybe after that and then America after that. And, and so, so it helps the global sort of wave yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to having to fly to Dubai for one, then fly to Singapore and then fly back to... Yeah. So now we see that. Like, for example, the girls were in, La- in Dubai last week and they flew it here this week and they're playing two events. So they're spending three weeks in the region. Yeah. 
Let's make it six weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Strategically choose your slots so that you're getting a bit of Correct. a bigger window. A bigger window. And, and it helps logistically. Yeah. It helps with bubbles. It helps with uh, sponsors. It helps with organizers. Um, it helps everybody. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV yeah. crews. Can you imagine all these cameras could be on flights? Can and you packed. imagine? Yeah. And that's what's been happening. Crazy. So now with the number of events, it's, it's there for sure. And let's build on this yeah. year on year, organically with the vision. Amazing. Which I think Saudi is in the right place. Sick. I just want to show the viewers uh, who have dropped to 17 now. Uh, oh, wow. The, the view, Sorry. The view you're getting, all right? This is the setup we have over here. And this is the beautiful view we have of outside. What, what hole is that? The ninth? You That's said? the ninth. That's the ninth hole right there. Is it uh, one of your stronger holes or did you jib the eight? That's the one I hit the big drive on. Oh, 40. this is the one you were this talking is, about earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Amazing. had like... Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, any questions from the... From the uh, questions. My God. Let's go through this. Or is it just... Um, Manhuda? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm nobody. <laughs> Someone, uh, Aviation Man 101, where are you playing golf in Saudi? Which course can you please specify? We are at the King Abdullah Economic City at a golf course called the Royal Greens, um, which is about an hour north of Jeddah. That's where we are. Um, so we are going to wrap up here. I'm going to say goodbye to all my uh, Instagram live viewers, and maybe we'll do another one later on in the day. We have a big guest coming up. Thank you very much, Instagram. Thank you, guys. Um, Abdul Wahid, we uh, obviously have seen just incredible changes in our in our country, in in our region. Um, any closing remarks to your feedback on you know how you felt? I know you you touched on it, but just like, is it as you expected? Is it better? Like the whole Saudi experience so far? You've been here for what three days? See, my my my, my I'm not in a position to make those opinions because it's only my second visit to Royal Greens, as in trip-wise. Okay. I was here for the men's event and I'm here for the ladies' event. So I don't actually know in detail, and that's a question probably for Gulf Saudi, of what they do uh, around the year. Okay. Because it's a year-round um, challenge. It's not, you don't just come up with an event. You, you, it's, there's a lot of planning, development, um, going into a lot of work yeah. that goes into it. Yeah, and, I can see. and that's probably a question for Gulf Saudi. But for me, what I'd love to see is all the Saudis who are here at any level, again, I'll, I'll go back to that point, at any capacity, whether to play in an event in the Pro-Am or to volunteer or to actually do uh, contractual work or employees or, or guests to watch, I would like them to continue visiting throughout the year. You know, come in once a week, once a month, once every two months, once a quarter, it doesn't matter. But keep it consistent. Consistency is key in anything in life. Anything. And so is golf. In Dubai, we've, we've had that challenge in the past, and that's why I mention it. It's because people would come in for the Desert Classic, everyone would have fun, yeah, yeah, let's play golf, let's play golf, and they get excited. The juices flow in, the weather is great, they see great golf. And then that dies down, and it goes back up again for the next tournament. What I'd like to see is to see those Saudis pick up their golf clubs when they plan their weekends, you know, put some slot for golf. Even if it's just to, if you're at work, do it as a team building with your colleagues. If you're at home, do it as a family get together. Yep. If you're with your friends, do it as a friends catch up. Yep. You know, maybe go to the range, hit a few balls, look funny, laugh at each other, and then go for for a bit of dinner or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in a school, make it a school trip. If you're in education, if you're in whichever field you're in, golf can be a, a, a positive complement yep. um, to what you're doing. So. Um, Even if it's mini golf, for goodness sake. 100%. You know? I love mini golf. Like you were talking about the sounds. That's a simulator. Yeah. I think after this, we should hit Definitely. a couple of shots. Definitely. Uh, I want to so see your drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. hear you. I so hear that's, you. That's, that's, that's where I, th- I think is. Yeah. And I think that in itself 
will be the foundation for Saudi to then grow bigger and better. Yep. Because you will have the people for it. You're gonna you're gonna build a lot of golf courses. You need golfers. Yeah. Um, so let's go in to corporations, to schools, to no, let's, even, let's just bring them out here. Don't even go there. Yeah. As soon as they come in, they will fall in love. Just open the doors and and give them the education, give them the awareness, and give them that um, freedom to pop in and wonder and. Understand the safety element of golf. You know, like you can walk on the golf course in certain areas, but not others. Why? Because if you get hit by a golf ball, it's not safe. If you know you're interrupting play. Yeah. So once people understand the golf etiquette, and there's a few nice books about it, which I can um, share with you later, that people can just read uh, on golf. You don't have to pick up golf clubs to know golf. You can read a book on etiquette, on the history of golf, certain players. If somebody's into physics, the physics in golf, like the golf swing itself is an amazing field Truly. in terms of movement, momentum, angle of attacks. Yeah. There's a lot of elements to golf that simply you won't get to unless you scratch the surface. Yeah. So let's scratch it. Let's get into it. It's, it is here in Saudi. Let's own it and let's grow it together. Inshallah. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to give a quick thanks to uh, to the company that made this all possible for the Mo Show, uh, the Zahid Group. Uh, mashallah, always at the forefront with everything that has to do with pr- progression. Um, uh, that and Saudi, the country, female golf. Um, they are one of the main sponsors here today. Uh, Twenty-three companies, uh, hundred years of experience in the business, and five thousand employees. Uh, two of their companies are actually on this table. This chocolate company, which oh. we can try at the end of this, uh, Been waiting end for of this. this podcast, and Casper and Gambini's. A few restaurants across town. Um, but uh, right now, I'm, I'm considering uh, breaking into this bad boy. Please do. So thanks to them for making this possible. And uh, thanks to you for, uh, you know, for being my first guest here uh, at, the, uh, at the golf club in King Abdullah Economic City. And thanks for your time. Well, thank you for having me. Next time and I come to Dubai, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to be giving you a call and maybe we can play some golf while I'm there. Please do. I'm, 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 I'm calling you on that. So Done. thank you for having me. It's been Have an absolute you. pleasure. Much appreciated. Uh, I'm pounding you, COVID or not. Or I know. Have it. <laughs> Thanks Let's again. have some chocolates though. Come yes, on. Yes, sir, right now. Cheers, brother. Oh, I got a chocolate. Hope you have a great day. Cheers.